How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro, and you're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. Let's just jump right into today's spooky subject. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. I just had to do that. First, just want to wish everyone a happy Halloween. I think this is one of the very few holidays, um, especially now during something as savage as this year has been for 2020 and how expectedly, that's not even a word, how it's very expected to be getting even worse soon. Um, It's just a fun holiday for everyone to kind of just let out the stress, be something different, have a little fun with the role-playing. I actually, funny enough, I've seen more people dress up for Halloween this year than I ever have before. I think every single person I've uh, been friends with on social media um, has some level of costume, which, you know, I think it's cool. Um, This year, I didn't really do much. It was more like dressing up my daughter. (laughs) Uh, we did take like some cute photos together, um, but uh, definitely looking forward to when she gets older to when we could go trick or treating and I could take her door to door to ask for candy that then I will throw away. No I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, in this podcast, I really wanted to talk about uh, to keep in the theme of of a spooky. Uh, Halloween theme and actually I'm not gonna lie for the last month or so I've been uh, for the month of October I found this YouTube channel called the kill count where essentially this guy and watches every scary movie known to man even some of the worst ones going all dating all the way back as far back as you could think um, to like the, the current titles and essentially does a kill count and he details every single kill that happens in every movie. And I've been the type of person that finds humor and the very grotesque ways that people can die in movies. Um, Sometimes it makes me question whether there's something wrong with me because I I just find a lot of humor and, or I find humor in almost every haunted movie. And generally it's because of just the silly ways that people die. Um, But in the spirit of that, today's podcast is going to be me talking about some of my scariest ways that I think I could go and pass. And so before becoming a father, my way of wanting to die was not in my sleep per se, but more so doing something super extreme, like something really crazy and then dying at the end of it. But dying in such a way that it was like super fast after becoming a father. Now my goal is to try to live. And that again, that vision of death was being really old and living an outstanding life and, and doing and achieving a lot of things that I wanted to do. And then my very last item on my bucket list would be to just do something really reckless that causes me to just die uh, because the odds are against me. Like uh, like wingsuit jumping or like acrobatic like something like 
super acrobatic where like I fall, but I fall from such a height that when I hit the ground, I'm just, I'm dead. But, um, now that I'm a father, of course, that I want to go the traditional way where essentially I just die in my sleep and die peacefully where I don't stress out my whole family by the way I, that I die. Um, but I think we've all thought about this question, uh, especially during a time period like Halloween, like what would be the worst way to die? And there's some easy ones to go to. Some are drowning, burning, um, and then essentially dying a very slow death, like like cancer or some kind of like medical condition. Actually, I think... Well, we'll get to get to that in a second, but essentially, those are like some ways that people don't ever want to see themselves dying. And then I don't really ever hear to people talk about murder, but for me, and we'll start with this one. One of my scariest ways to to die, and one of the ways that I would never want to go is being stabbed to death. Oh God. That is like the worst. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like recording this podcast in the dark, and it's actually it's, the quality is coming out great, surprisingly. But um, yeah, being stabbed to death. Uh, I would rather be shot a million times than to be stabbed because, like, when you're stabbed, it's uh just the idea of it. Just thinking of like a small blade, like with a bullet it like goes through you like seven times out of ten the other times it's like it's probably going to be fatal one two three shots i mean people survive multiple shots but i mean like if you get shot you're probably gonna die relatively quickly compared to someone that's bleeding out from but from being stabbed and also like depending on where you get stabbed too like if you get stabbed in an artery, that's good because you're going to bleed out pretty quickly. But like having this, and it's very personal too. Like a gunshot is most of the time because of range weapon, it's going to happen at range. So it doesn't seem so personal, but like with someone being there and stabbing you with a knife, like repeatedly, it's very personal. It's very, and like the only person I'd be willing to do something like that is like someone that like really doesn't like you. And so you're watching this person with their anger just going into you. It's just like, oh, God, that's the worst for sure. Um, And then to to go to like one of the classics, like the burning or drowning, which of the two would I not want to go through more so than the other that's a tough one for sure i had to think about it for a little bit and i would say um man i'm like even now right before i said the the response i wanted to think about it for one more second i would say drowning drowning would probably be the worst I've had close encounters with drowning actually uh, when I was a younger kid and I didn't know how to swim really well. Um, I I had like some really scary situations where I I, like 
one time got like resuscitated by a lifeguard at like a wave pool when I was like a super young kid. Um, so like burning, I feel like if you're on fire, like after a while, like the fire is just going to burn off your nerves. Like your flesh is going to be melting and you're going to know you're on fire. But I think the, the, like, like your nerve ending, you're not going to get that communication anymore. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Burning to death is pretty bad. Like drowning, I feel like you would probably die faster. Like you're going to struggle. Like it's just a struggle. Like when you're, when you're drowning, like you're struggling for air and like there's nothing you can do. And then you just like you're gulping in water, water, water. And then you just like slowly go away. Whereas with fire, it's like more like like visceral. It's like 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 you. I don't know. There's no. There's you're just dying from the shock. I feel like eventually, just like your body just can't handle it anymore, and you just go. Whereas with like drowning, it's like you're fighting, 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 and then like you know that you die from giving up, and like you just can't hold your breath any longer, and you just you go and. Like, it's, like, more, like, the the idea of just, like, oh, my God, like, is there anything I could do? Like, the fear of, like, is there, like, it, am I forgetting something? What's going on? Oh, no. Like, I don't, I can't hold my breath any longer. Whereas, like, with, like, uh, flame death, it's, like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do. I'm, I'm dead. And it's, like, now I'm suffering because I know, like, I'm dying and, uh... Yeah, that's a tough one, actually. I always bounce back and forth on that one. Every single time someone asks me, I'm always like, uh, burning nerves. But then, like, that's not the case either because you don't need nerve endings to know that you're on fire and that you're burning. You don't need any of your, like, none of your senses because, like, once all your senses, because I'm assuming your eyesight goes, like, your eyes probably melt. Ugh. But, like, you're hearing, you're flat, you're smelling it, too, and... I don't know. That's just it's, it's a horrible way that people pass away. It just sucks. Um, another one would be like, like being pushed off of like, like being pushed off of like a three story building and like landing on concrete and slowly dying, like bleeding out, feeling all that pain. Like, you know, your bones are cracked. That's actually one of the reasons why I, I used to have like a, a fear of heights and I still kind of have a fear of heights, but it's it's not like a restrictive fear. Like when I was younger, my fear of heights stopped me from doing a lot of different things. Like I didn't ride a roller coaster until I was like a, an older teenager. Like I was like 20 years old. By the time I rode my first roller coaster, I couldn't climb a lighthouse and uh, like right outside of my hometown because like the steps were like, ugh, it's just like, it was so creepy for me. And like, I never could like hang off the edge and look like over the edge. Like some people could like in different things. Um, I still, that one still gets me because I feel like someone's going to push me, but I mean, I'll do it if I feel safe and I know no one's like really close to me. Um, But yeah, like my fear of heights was always like that fear that I was going to land wrong on something and just like slowly die from that. But I think the number one way of, Dying, my biggest fear of dying, 
my number one would probably have to be um, ALS. ALS would, I think it's Lou Gehrig's disease. I think, I always get them confused, but I think Lou Gehrig's disease is ALS. But that one, man, that just, I feel so bad for people that go through that. And, uh, it's, it's just essentially like when your body is just slowly shutting down and like you're, is it MLS or ALS? Darn it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's ALS. Okay. Um, Ugh. Man, I've known people, um, like very close friends uh, that had family members that passed away from Luke, Luke Eric's disease. And, and I've seen, I've seen, I've met people that I've seen over time them passing to Luke Eric's and, and it's the scariest way to go, to be honest, because like, it's, you're conscious the whole time. You're like self-aware of what's happening to you where essentially you try as you might, you try to move and you just can't move certain things anymore. Your speech goes first, then your ability to eat, then essentially your limbs go and eventually you just kind of just die away. Like you slowly die. You're like slowly dying until eventually like your, your, your essential body functions, like your, your lung function, your, like your lungs and your, your heart just stop. And I don't even know what that feeling must be like, like when those things happen as well. It must be the worst feeling ever. Like, I feel like with those, like if I ever had that diagnosed for me and like I knew there was no therapies or science that could assist me with that, I'm normally against the idea of like uh, assisted suicide. Like, um, but I would probably do it then. Like, I I just would not want to see myself just slowly die away. Um, even, even if I'm a very hopeful person and, and like, I want to hold on and and see how long I can live to hope for a cure to come out. There's a point where a a cure can't reverse the damage that's done. It might stop. And so like when I lose the functionality for a majority, like of my body functions, like my movement, my ability to talk, I mean, Stephen Hawking was able to do it. But that's just not where I want to be at, to be honest. And so that w- that honestly is probably the spookiest way for me to go. Like if like some ghosts came out of nowhere and like poltergeist and tried to stab me to death, that would be like super scary. But if a ghost came and was like, you now have ALS and disappeared, I'd that would be super scary to those that like have family members that have it or that themselves have it. I 100% empathize with you to anyone that's got any loved ones that's passed in any of the ways that I'm talking about. Look, I, this is a morbid curiosity is a thing that's part of just being a human and, 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 um, some people take it to too love, too high of an extreme. I don't. I just, I I always self-reflect on things, but I never would ever want any of that to happen 
to people and I, I understand that those things exist for people out there and are realities for, for ones that survived these instances, like have survived like stabbing attacks, fire attacks, potential drowning attacks, um, or are coping with a disease right now that almost took their life or is in the process of taking their life. To everyone that's been in that position, I am I'm wholeheartedly sorry that you ever had to go through something like that. But in the subject of just talking about what I'm super afraid of when it comes to taking my life, it would definitely be those ways that I talked about tonight. But uh, in, other, in other news, I can't believe October is finally over and we're going into November. Uh, the big holiday for that is Thanksgiving where we all gain 5 to 10 pounds from all the food that we eat. Luckily, I'm a vegan, so I don't have to eat leftover ham for a month or leftover turkey. <laughs> um, I just make like a, a nice like vegan Thanksgiving platter, which lasts me a couple days. But um, so looking forward to that. The weather's been really beautiful outside, but I know it's going to get colder, which sucks. But either way, thank you guys for uh, listening to today's podcast. And boo! No, joking. Uh, but happy Halloween, everyone. Have a have uh, a safe night tonight. Don't do anything too crazy. And I will catch the rest of you guys mañana. Peace. <laughs>